This is a song that is in no way an anthem. This is All You Need Is Love, sung by a bunch of people, one of them being Pavarotti. All You Need Is Love is a song by the Beatles, who I hate. I'm Dan. And I hate the Beatles. You're listening to Dan Hates the Beatles. That's the longest, most convoluted intro I've ever done. <laughs> and this is Josh. Hey! <laughs> how do I feel about the Beatles? How, oh, yeah, how do you feel about the Beatles? You tell me. Oh. What do you think? You like the Beatles. Yeah. Where is this from? What's that? Where is that from? Some p- Pavarotti thing. Uh, it's... I was pulling up the tra- the list of people. Who's singing here? Uh, Pavarotti and Friends for Cambodia and Tibet. Nice. Um, who are his friends? I'm real close to just not caring, but I want to I get there. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost there. I'm almost not caring. Yeah, I don't care. Bunch of people, though. Yeah. So, thank you, Dan. My volume thing is broken. Get, get, a, get a new phone. <laughs> I really need to. Wait, what do you mean, phone? I mean, get a new boombox. You carry a boombox around with you. Yeah, it's for my breakdance. <clears throat> oh, welcome back to the show. Today, we go on a journey mm-hmm. to... What is by far the longest album <laughs> from the Fab Four? This is—is is it longer than it, it's longer than Rubble, Rubber Soul? Rubber the uh, I can't speak today. Rubber Soul, Rubber Soul, right? There I mean, are, just feels uh, like it. according to this one thing, there are uh, 30, 30 tracks on this damn thing. God damn it! Um, four sides. All of them are completely necessary. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this is the ninth studio album, um, double album, which I think that's, is that the first double album that they released? No, Rubber Soul was the first one. Yeah? Oh, yeah, this is uh, a lot more. Anyway, um, and this is another one where, again, I'm not, I wasn't ever really familiar with the albums themselves, Just I just knew a slew of songs, and then... So my first dive into this, I would I looked at the first handful of track, the first side, and I was like, oh, I, I know a lot of these, um, a lot of these songs, uh, at least on the first side. Um, scrolling through um, toward the the, batter, the the back half, um, I know fewer and fewer songs. The further, the the deeper we go into this album, but uh, I'm excited to listen. Um, you listened to the whole thing, or did you? I yeah, it's a chore. Yeah, it's, it, it, <laughs> it's, it's, it's grueling. It's it, grueling is one of many words that I can use mm. to describe this album. Um, but I mean, we'll get into it. I I, I think I think this album. I I gotta say, I understand why for people who like the Beatles, this album is like a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm not one of those people. Yeah. So this is going to be bumpy. Okay. Well, let's just dive right into this um this epic this uh this Tolstoyan 
Tolkien, <laughs> Homerian. Uh, is it Bruder? It's a Bruder film? <laughs> uh, the first track is called Back in the USSR. Mm-hmm. Where they're from. Sound effects. I don't know if we've ever explicitly discussed on this before that a friend of mine who is also a member of our Facebook group, yep. We Love Dan Hates the Beatles, that mm-hmm. everyone is welcome and encouraged to join. I don't I don't like fun music. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is a fun song. Yeah. I... This is like a silly song, and it's sort of grown on me over the years. Because um, it's like it feels very silly, but Dan, if you if you know anything about me, you know I love a catchy tune. I I and do this, know that this and thing is just Beach very Boys catchy. Making an appearance in the background there. Yeah, yeah. I I'm not this this. Yeah, I'm. I'm a person who doesn't like ranch stepping into this particular Chili's restaurant. You know, uh-huh. it's like, uh-huh. I, it's this was not made for me. I don't. It's probably fine. I, the guitar's <laughs> interesting. I don't. I do like that they keep fucking with the the airplane sound effect. Yeah. Like, I like that that never really goes away. That's fun. But I don't. Ooh, yeah, very big. So I mean. This this is no surprise that this song is a parody. So really? it's, it says that it's like a parody of um, Chuck Berry's Back in the USA and also the Beach Boys. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I hear the Beach Boys in there, but I didn't know that it was like a parody. Yeah, yeah, It's still... It's still I mean, like and I, I don't know if this is official, but... Um, and then a Beach Boy actually... Uh, I think they... Apparently they helped him. So this whole album is being recorded Which while Beach they're... Which Beach Boy is it? Uh, Mike Love. One? Mike Love? Yeah. I think that's the evil one. Probably. Um, so, so he was uh, some place in India with them, and he recalled McCartney's acoustic guitar breakfast one morning playing what would become the first song on the White Album, this song. Love suggested putting something in the song about all the girls around Russia. So he didn't really help him write it, but he just did that, that one thing about... Um, you know, because they, they talk about the girls in, in the Russia and, or Ukraine girls really knock me out, and... It's, so it's kind of like a parody about, you know, it's like, because one would think, or you know, a song is like, all oh, the L.A. girls or the California girls. And yeah, 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 yeah. talking yeah. about like Eastern European group. Um, so it's sort of a parody-ish type of song, apparently. I think, yeah, he's, Mike Love is, ba- he's the one in the Beach Boys who basically like, I think he is Brian Wilson's cousin mm-hmm. i'm like kind of i'm scrolling trying to find it so this the story that i have been oh love versus wilson here we go here we go Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. mike love alleged that he was owed credit to 79 beach boy songs he explained that murray never credited him uh basically he drove brian wilson mad if i'm 
if I think it's this, if, if this is the same person. Yeah. Did you ever see that movie about Brian Wilson? I saw Herbie Goes Bananas. That was more of a parody of, oh, okay. of the Beach Boys. <laughs> no, there's a, uh, there's a uh, I forgot what it's called, but it's it's got John Cusack as the adult Brian Wilson. And, oh, God. Um, and then that, uh, what's that guy's name? Paul Dano. McCartney. Paul Dano as the, the younger. Um, it's a decent movie. But he, you know, yeah, he's he has mental he's illness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I don't like know. he went full Sid Barrett at some point. Yeah, yeah. That's a great reference, by the way. If you yeah. don't know it, I just made a really smart, smart reference. Anyway, um, so this song so, is yeah. um, Mike Love is evil, and you put Mike Love and John Lennon in the same room, and there you go. You know, yeah, dark track. cloud. Yeah, uh, this track so it's, came. It's this track was widely bootlegged in the Soviet Union, <laughs> where the <laughs> Where the music, uh, the Beatles music was banned apparently at the time. Uh, what? became an underground hit. So that's Why funny. would they ban such universally acclaimed and wonderful music? Well, if they hadn't, they'd still be around today. <laughs> I, I think what took down the Soviet Union was the banning of the Beatles music. <laughs> All they needed was love, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's move on to the next track. Definitely a variety oh. of a variety of of song styles on this album. Yeah, yeah, man. Won't you come out to play? I remember listening to this song in the car yesterday. My car's name is Yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, the horse's name is Friday. That's a reference. <laughs> <laughs> and the boy's name is Sue. Um, I had issue with... So back in the OSSR came on and I was like, yeah, but of course I feel this way about this song. I don't think that's... It's whatever. Um, and then this came on and I thought... I put on my, my like Dan Hates the Beatles critical hat. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, what can I find about this song that I don't like? And I f- caught myself doing that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, that's not fair. This isn't like the point. Oh. And I just like, okay, this is fine. Yeah. The end. Okay. Well, you're growing, I think. You caught I'm yourself. like seven feet tall right now. Yeah. And my heart is... I meant physically, yeah, oh. yeah. Emotionally, you're not... Oh. Yeah, yeah, you're not growing at okay. all. Okay. Um... <laughs> The Prudence and Dear Prudence was Mia Farrow's sister. Um, is this another fucking actress girlfriend crush thing that Paul McCartney is having? Uh, so this is Lennon. Uh, this is a John Lennon song. Apparently, what the um, hell? Oh yeah, this part's cool. I like the look around. Yeah, Lennon wrote this song, and I feel like. So she, her name's Prudence. She's she's in some hut, like on some yoga retreat, and she locked herself in a hut trying to find God. And so this is like John trying to pry her out. <laughs> <laughs> they also wrote this album while in a transcendental meditation retreat thing. By the right. way, right? Um, well, and I I read an article or saw an article or, or there's an article I think somewhere on a Facebook thing. Uh, basically saying that the Beatles were just out of their mind during the recording of this entire album, yeah. which is whatever, fine. Yeah. David Bowie, same thing for 
station to station so great whatever it doesn't matter it's just funny i think um i i'm really surprised that this is a john lennon song because i like it (laughs) i'm not surprised i I can definitely because like i feel like mccartney is more there's like more structure and more like catchiness whereas like Lennon is like you know he's he's a Lennon he's like let's let it go on and and it's 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 self-indulgent but in a way that works I think yeah I'm just shocked that he's not like get the fuck out of the shed prudence come pay attention to me (laughs) Maybe, maybe the yoga retreats are working maybe Here's a funny fact. Ringo Starr quit the band for two weeks. <laughs> Starr never felt more like an outsider within the band. Um, then, hold on, let's let this song fade out. Um, Starr never felt like more of an outsider within the band than during the recording of the album and told his bandmates so. He borrowed actor Peter Sellers' yacht and went to Sardinia, as one does. <laughs> Because he wasn't around, McCartney played the drums on Back in the USSR and Dear Prudence. <laughs> they, they noticed zero drop-off, I'm sure. Uh, eventually, the group sent him a telegram that said he was the best rock and roll drummer in the world. Oh, that, God! Oh, my all, God! That they all loved him and asked if he would please return. Uh, when he came back, he was greeted with the words, Welcome back, Ringo, spelled out in, spelled out in flowers on his drum kit. Ringo, you're the best drummer. Like, I... I Come on, I, Ringy. I hope I want there to be footage of them like drafting that letter. Like the best ever, best in the best in the world. Okay, best in the world. <laughs> what else? Fuck them. Uh, just let them fucking sail to wherever. We don't need them. All the glue you want. <laughs> just for PR, we should probably keep them around for PR purposes. Fine. <laughs> Send him a telegram. We'll, we'll give George extra wedgies to yeah. make you not feel targeted. Oh, oh Ringo. <laughs> I, on this album, too, I feel like George is sort of let loose a little bit. <laughs> and that's kind of nice to hear. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. All right. <sighs> LaCroix is in full effect. How dare you burp on Mike. Uh, let's move on to the next song, which is entitled Glass Onion. <laughs> oh, fuck. So you got so- I told you about strawberry fields, man. I remember that. This is like pure McCartney. This is, I think this is Lennon. No. It's gotta be. Who wrote, who wrote this shit. damn song? Oh, it was written primarily by John Lennon and credited to Lennon-McCartney. Um... Feels like a this is this feels like a McCartney song to me. This feels like an advertisement. It's like for the Bloomin' Onion. For the <laughs> yeah, this should be <laughs> just they completely lose the point. Like, nah, the new Bloomin' Onion here in the, the Outback Steakhouse. No, it's like this. First of all, it's you're gonna hate. No, I. You're gonna hit the description of what the song is about. I, I think I know, but okay. it, they're talking about they're talking about 
This is an advertisement for themselves. I don't like it. It's stupid. It like, makes me angry. They're like citing their other songs. Yeah, it's like, hey, remember that? Remember this? Well, guess what? Now we have a fucking glass onion. Glass onion. Only available at Applebee's. Like, yeah. it, it, it's... It's terrible. It's not... Josh, it's terrible. It's not really a... Yeah, I... It's not really a good song musically. It doesn't need to be here. I don't give a shit about the lyrics, as you know. Well, I give some shits, but not as big a shit as you. But I only give a shit when that's the only thing to pay attention to. So, um, according to <laughs> McDonald, it's like the musical "Want Want" at the end, right? According to this guy, McDonald, Michael McDonald, um, Lennon wrote the song. I deliberately wrote the lyrics to mock fans who claim to find hidden messages in songs. Yeah, fuck yourselves. Ha ha. Yeah, that's kind of a silly song. Eat a dick. <laughs> Not silly in like the back of the... It's just kind of a dumb song. It's. I'm with you on that one. Yeah. yeah just scrap it, that one. It's, it's dumb. I'm really resisting making a reference to a theme park thing. But... Uh, yeah, it's there if you want it. Well, we go from that <laughs> no, to... I guess um, not. Thanks a lot, Josh. Um, <laughs> from that... Okay, I, I, I'm reading some of this stuff on Wikipedia, a.k.a. I'm just thinking it up from my brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, this next song was written by McCartney as a pastiche? Pastiche? I don't know how to pronounce it. Pastry. Pastiche of ska pasties. music. He uh, was wearing pasties. The hell was that? The ska was back And he was at a ska festival. Um... He Drinking got this. McCartney got this phrase from a Nigerian conga player. Um, this doesn't sound good. And then, as one of our one of our tens of thousands of fans p- posted, I, I didn't read the article, but they posted an article on oh, our, our, yeah, our, yeah, yeah. our Facebook group about this was, being the perfect, according to science, the perfect pop song. Right, right. Um, did you read that article? Uh, I'm going to say that I read every every word of it. Because I want people to continue to interact with us. Well, I definitely should interact. I mean, I want to read it. I just haven't been in the mood. But. I did. I actually, I did read a significant portion of it enough to get the point. And I, it was after I listened to it because I was being a good boy. Yeah, I do love this song. Um, well, then you're an idiot. You're gonna. Ha- yeah, I, I already know that you hate it because it's so fun. It's so. It's just pure. It's pure pop goodness. It's apple pie. It's taking a stroll down a park sidewalk on a sunny day. But well, guess what? You're what? a double idiot because I actually like this song. Oh. Yeah. So, okay. I want to play a version of our game that we play where as we're listening to it, you're, you're <laughs> me want, feeling like... I, so I hadn't really listened to this song closely. Mm-hmm. All I know is it was the theme song to a, a TV show, and it was a song that just like exists out there. And which TV show was it? I don't remember. Okay. Some like it was Cops. like Cops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'd be a great theme song. A current affair. <laughs> a current affair. Yeah. Why Unsolved not? Unsolved mysteries. <laughs> Dateline. So the darkest shows. <laughs> To catch a predator. <laughs> oh, that, oh, that I didn't like that one. That made me feel bad. Um, so, like the, the it, I'll just here. I'll walk you through it. How about that? I'll walk you through my as we play the song. Yeah. Okay. 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 Fuck this piano. Love that. It's such a catchy intro. Okay. I sang the song in choir in high school. 
claps, whatever. Uh, there's Paul McCartney doing his boodly boo voice. Is that a little bit more rhythmic presence and like the bass? Maybe. I don't know. It sounds like sounds like they're more of a band here. Is it possible that I like this fucking song? Okay, they keep talking about commerce and marketplace. That's cute. You know what? It's about Fuck Desmond it. and Molly. Yeah. Molly, like the, the drug people get. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Desmond would be Angel Dust, right? Yeah, yeah. It's about Angel Dust. Every, and Molly. every Beatles song is about drugs. <laughs> no, fuck it. Uh, it's 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 got a lot of features that I I really really despise, but it comes together really well. Yeah. So, regarding that article, or so um, now there's several articles I'm sure claiming. Um, well, now that this is out. Um, so, it was, a, it was a study by researchers at the Max Planck Institute in Germany. So, Germans are very smart. Right? They're, yeah. Very studious. Yeah. yeah. When, they're, when, they're not new, when they're not doing bad stuff, they do a lot of good, good things. When has a German ever done anything bad? <laughs> Sorry. You're right. I've only read history from 1975 on. <laughs> oh, well, okay. <laughs> Just don't, don't go further. Or 1956. I don't that's, know. That's good. Um, so, uh, and this is a song that John Lennon famously declared "granny music shit." <laughs> <laughs> so it is. It, it is. But I. Oh, yeah. that, there's a place for that. Yeah. I think. And I like the double oh, the oh, double oh, bridge oh, here. That's oh, pretty oh, fucking cool. They started with 80,000 different chord progressions from 700 songs. This is the Institute via machine learning. Uh, then they were assigned a score based on how surprising the chord progressions were. Once they whittled the results down to 30 songs, the pieces were gutted of lyrics and melody, which is what you should do, and the chords were played to a group of volunteers who were asked to rate how enjoyable they were. This information was supported by the data that charted brain activity of whenever the listener was taken aback by the progression of the songs associated with musical pleasure. Um, blah, blah, blah. So anyway. And then the machine fell in love with them and... Yeah. Killed them because it didn't love them back. Yeah. La, 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 and it, <laughs> it sang this song to them, to their bloody corpses. Ins. Ins. Thank you. That's <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Uh, just, yeah, just a nice, fun little. I mean, that's, that's, that's pure pop Beatles right there. Yeah, well, and I, I, the addition of the saxophone really puts it across the the line for me. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The, the weird thing with this album is when it works, it's that weird place where I'm like, I don't know why it works, but it works. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah. And it works really well, but then there's some fucking, there's some, there's some real dog shit on this album. Yeah. Um, let me see. Any other good trivia about this song? It ran for president in 1972. Yeah, almost like eliminated it, starred in like recording it, and he's, he's like, <laughs> I keep having to do the same damn backing track. Shut um, up, we'll get you more glue. Yeah. Um, but hey, now it's uh, 
a famous one of their most famous hits. Now it's a celebrity. Yep. Uh, let's move on. is wild honey pie it's wacky this is there's some weird stuff going I on I find it hard to believe that they were as out of their minds as they were when this album was made Does this need to be here? Do we need... It's just like an interlude. Can we have 29 tracks instead of 30? I don't know. I guess it... it Maybe maybe it's like... You can't go right from Obladiobladá to this next song, the continuing story of Bungalow Bill. So there's like, let's yeah. put a, like a little palate cleanser as a transition. I, and I guess, Maybe. and I guess as like opening the door for people to do that kind of shit. I suppose. Yeah, sure. I don't know. It's, it's so stupid. It's can I be honest. Wild Honey Pie is my favorite Beatles track, <laughs> and I guess it it, it does. Set the table for the what doesn't like doesn't it come back as like cream pie or something like honey pie? Um, I swore I wouldn't do a cream pie joke to myself, but I don't think there's there's a honey pie. There's just a honey pie later on, right? Way later on, right? And then the cream pies. I'm seeing it in your search history, so I don't know if that's that's not really a part of. I was rack. I'm not gonna lie. Yesterday, I was racking my brain trying to come up Just with a good, cream pie, a good cream pie joke for this. And I've I'm purposely doing this right now so that I I'm not allowed to let's do that not, later. Let's not because know. that'd be gross. <laughs> <laughs> the continuing story of Bungalow Bill. familiar are you with the Muppets? Not very. Oh, okay. This reminds me of the Muppets. And I don't know that that's a bad thing. Sure. Oh, yeah, I remember this. This is the right kind of silly for me. Yeah. It's like they get bored with, like... How good they are with like writing music, so it's like let's just do different Get kinds of weird how shit. Good they are. <laughs> Listen to you. <laughs> I'm so tired of being a genius. Yeah. Let's do some pile hey, shit. Prove me wrong. <laughs> so let's do some weird country oh, shit. I'm crippled by how ginormous my brain. I'm is. tired of writing perfect pop songs that'll be proved by science later. Let's 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 stop writing songs that. That the robots will love. <laughs> <laughs> this song, written by Lennon after an American visitor to Rishikesh left for a few weeks to go hunt tigers. Um, it was recorded as an audio verite exercise featuring vocal performances from almost everyone who happened to be in the studio at the time. <laughs> I hear Yoko in there too. Yeah, like the janitor in there. <laughs> but oh. I, I like that. I, I Yeah, she sings a line. Yeah. She. I, 
I kind of like what she adds to this album in some ways. At least, like, what I hear, what, what my... Like, Is that right? her? Yeah. yeah, that's her, I think. Um, first appearance of a female vocalist on a Beatles album. Boom. Guinness World Record. I don't know. So there was a band, a Muppet band in the Muppets. That So there was the main band. First of all, there was an orchestra. And then there was like a jazz band. And then there was a rock band. And there was like a country rock band. And these were all Muppets. Yeah. And the country rock band would do a lot of like jug blowing music. And they all, they'd all be like on a set with some hay and they'd all do that back and forth motion with their anyway that's what I'm picturing okay yeah if you had that if you had shared that experience they would still mean nothing to you you'd just go oh okay just like right now so this guy uh, they based a song on uh, apparently he killed a tiger and he felt bad about it so he didn't kill any more animals the rest of his life <laughs> alright maybe just don't kill tigers in the first place Bill I want to graft this song onto um, Sergeant Douchebag's Golden Praline Circus. You know what? Since I already hit play, well, no, we'll start this track again. Yeah? Yeah. You want to do that? And, uh, and then, you want to graft that song onto yeah, that? Yeah, and then make a perfect album. Uh, something that I think we should do toward the end is make our own, Ooh. each have like our own 12-track Beatles album. Featuring all the songs. And structure it like an album. Yeah. Oh, We're yeah. To We're going to get sued for that. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> We're, We're going to get sued by the Beatles and by Scott Ackerman. For, for that? <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing this for... Yeah, that's right. We're going that's through true. all the tracks. It's free advertisement. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so come hey, at us! Yeah, come at us. Um, Beatles are better than fish. Uh, or, or you too. <laughs> Let's uh, go to the next Definitely song. Definitely better than R.E.M. Gave you a sneak peek five seconds ago. There's a star man. So I'm sure you know who, who guests on guitar in this track, or maybe you don't. Jimi Hendrix. No. Uh, Some people call him the white Jimi Hendrix. Ooh, um... No one calls him that. Tony Baxter. Closer. Uh, okay. Joe Rohde. Um, um, Bob Iger. <laughs> he, uh... I'm, 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 I'm going to refrain from making my own not-so-tasteful joke. Uh, Eric Clapton. What? Are you serious? Yeah. They called in Eric Clapton when they have, like, George Harrison right there? I was see so Eric Clapton is <laughs> Eric Clapton is I I would say a better gu- guitarist or at least like a quote unquote lead guitarist than George Harrison. But when th- this is never this is why now why did I, 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 I hypocrite alert hypocrite alert <laughs> no you I were, get it you were no, shooting on them for no, not I, I, for not calling Ravi what's his ass to right. come play the sitar right but and now still. they do they go find the best guitarist in the world at the time and say hey, come. <laughs> 
Clapton's better guitar than, than George Harrison. So, okay, your drummer quits for two weeks, and he's like, I'm going to go hang You're out the best drummer with, in the world. The, the, with my generation's Mike Myers on a boat or something. And, mm-hmm. and they're like, come back, Ringo, we love you. You're the mm-hmm. best ever. Mm-hmm. And then he comes back, and they, they're like, hey, George, do you think you can call fucking Eric Clapton? <laughs> yeah, you call him. <laughs> Christ. They made him call him. So, <laughs> what dicks? <laughs> I, I mean, it's 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 musically not a bad idea, but like, I why don't <laughs> Harrison can't do what's what's happening right now on the guitar? <laughs> he can't. No, he can't. <laughs> Maybe not. No, he can't. <laughs> oh my god! If he could. He would have done it earlier. And he didn't. He write this song. Oh yeah, he did. And I so I like that it opens with the piano. This organ in there is cool. Oh 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 oh, and there's this cool vibrato thing going on that I don't know who's singing, but like they do this in this album, and I don't know when Mark Boland starts making his music, mm-hmm. but I hear a connection there. I'm not laying blame on anyone, but it's I fucking love that shit. That really really. Dense vibrato that happens. That uh, uh, what's his face from uh, Brian Ferry from Roxy Music? Okay, I love, I'm a sucker for that shit. So um, to set your mind at ease, it was Harrison who wanted. He he's the one who asked Clapton himself. So he wrote the song, and as you can imagine, the the rest of the group, aka. Paul and John yeah. weren't, weren't taking it seriously enough, according to him. So he's like, "Well, fuck you guys. I'm going to bring in Clapton really? on this bad." Yeah. <laughs> I'll show you guys. Guys, guys, I wrote my own song. <laughs> show yeah, you, did. Yeah. Show George. You've oh. only written like. Oh, wow, I, I totally went off charts on that one. You've only written like most of our better songs. Not most of the like his song. I guess the point is that like his songs have generally been solid. Yeah. I love George. Why? Why? Why not let him write do more things? I don't know. Can't tell you why. George, if you're listening, call in. Let us know. I mean, great guitar work here from Clapton. Great idea by Harrison to bring in Clapton on this track. I really, I, I kind of, I have to take it back. Then, if if it was like a fuck you move, then I like that. It definitely was. That's fantastic. Oh, emotions change so quickly. Well, this is getting close to where they're they're starting to. Well, a few years later they would break up, so um, you can already see it in the studio. You know, Ringo quitting. <clears throat> Harrison's like, "Fuck you guys! I'm gonna, I'm gonna break my th- my friend could totally beat up your friend. I'm gonna call my friend Eric. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm Eric. I'm Eric. I'm here to play the guitar. Yeah. What's up, guys? So, Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Um, <laughs> I heard I heard something about this next song. Let me see if I can find it in the uh, trivia. It's drove up my scooter. Yeah. So this next song evolved out of several song fragments, which I've done before, where they're mm-hmm. like take like unfinished parts and just shove them together to form some unholy, ungodly the abomination. Old Lennon McCartney Frankenstein method. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lennon compiled this into one piece. Um, this approach was possibly inspired by the incredible string band songwriting. I don't know who that mm-hmm. is. 
the basic backing track ran to 95 takes due to the, due to the irregular Jeez, time signatures and variations in style throughout the song. Um, the vinyl version consisted of the, the, the best half of two takes edited together. Uh, Lennon later described this song as one of his favorites with the U because they're British. Right. Mm-hmm. They spell color differently too. Uh, the rest of the band found the recording rejuvenating as it forced them to rehone their skills as a group playing together to get it right. Um, yeah. So let's just, let's just, let's just, um, you do feel them kind of operating on all cylinders on this album for the most part. Yeah. I don't know why I just, it's a term. That's a phrase that I feel like I should say. Yeah. They're, they're banging on all cylinders. That's yeah. Or what's another, like, um, it's a return to form. Return to form. They really hit their stride. They're hitting their stride. Yeah. Yeah. And they're also doing transcendental meditation. I don't know, man. They're I getting their groove back. That's that's all the the rave. The rage. rage? All rave. the rave. All the no, I'm gonna stick with my incorrect one. They're all the rave. Glow sticks and all. TM's all the rage with with these um, artists. If you're rich, well, you don't have to be rich, but like, if if you're rich, a thousand dollars is nothing to you. It's like it's like spiritual improv class. That's that's such a good way to putting it. I mean, like, it's it's useful, it's cool, and it's very expensive. Yeah. That's a great way of putting it. Yeah. And when you're done with it and you step out, you're like. I guess it's worth the money. Yeah, everyone who does it raves about it. Just like improv and TM. I don't know why it needs to cost as much as it does. Exactly. Given a lot of the structures around it, but I guess that's just part of it. So now I'm also going to charge for this. (laughs) Because I I really would like to learn transcendental meditation. Um, Just because I hear people rave, but David Lynch is a huge proponent of it. Yeah, he's big on it. I hear he's gonna. He's teaching a a level one TM class. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder if he doesn't gonna do a drop in. <laughs> um, anyway, let's just move on. <laughs> Whoops, not that one. That's the same song, Josh. What are you doing? Is it? There was a difference. <laughs> it's like those those things where there's two pictures. You got to find the difference. <laughs> The Beatles invented that shit. But that doesn't happen until John and Yoko start jacking off on the okay. vinyl. She's not a girl who misses much. Oh, it's this. Yeah, definitely has like a feel of like three different songs meshed together. Right. Do you know what this song is about? No. It is about... Got it. Warm gun. Happy happiness is a with his eyes while his hands are busy working overtime. I think knowing that or I don't know if that's is what I'm not hundred percent sure that that's true, but how is it not? <laughs> it, it makes sense. Um uh, so there's a Charles Schultz collection titled Happiness is a Warm Puppy. Schultz being the Peanuts guy, I believe. Yeah, he's Snoopy. Um, there was a headline in a gun magazine that said, Happiness is a Warm Gun. Mm. George Martin showed that to Lennon, and he got the wheels turning. Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, like this heroin stuff, right? Uh. Um, I. Jumping on. 
I have hated this song before, mainly because it's... I think if you don't know what, what's going on, it just sounds self-indulgent and stupid. Yeah. But I really like it. Yeah, I like it too. It goes... Like, what I'm hearing is it goes from, like... The anxiety around, like, not having this drug in your system, which apparently... If you're an addict, like, if it's not in you, you're not feeling right, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, the process of getting it and shoving it in you. Yeah. And then laying down on that couch watching Ooh. the cereal commercials. Mm-hmm. And letting that layer of film build over you so people can lick you and get high. So this this last part of it, which is the high part according to your metaphor, definitely <laughs> makes this song. I think. I think if this this part of the song isn't in there, it's yeah, not as good. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Lou Reed still comes along and does that whole thing. I think in a superior way because that if that if your entire aesthetic is yes another superior in a mother superior way because if your entire deal is hey i'm lou reed i'm a heroin addict and i'm gonna make every single fucking song about heroin you get really good about really thriving about heroin sure sure, in fact uh i if we if this if this album weren't so goddamn long i would want to do a rebuttal of uh perfect day by lou reed but well, that's the end of side one. Is so, it? So yeah, wow. how about how about we um, we do your rebuttal right now? All right. It's just just because it's there, you know. Yeah, here I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, find it. Your, what is, what your is it? Device is more functional than mine. Um, perfect day, Lou Reed. Perfect day, Lou Reed. Who also complete douchebag. Nobody's nice who's like a musical like expert in their field. Yeah, that's maybe true. You've heard this before, right? Probably not. Oh, really? Oh, okay. It's another one of those, if you don't know that it's about heroin, it sounds like a love song. Because it is. Hanging out with his love. Then later, a movie too, and then home. Not the best vocalist. Uh-uh. Oh, it's such a perfect day. I'm glad I spent it with you. Laurie Anderson, if you're oh, listening to this, please do it seriously. Well, they'll just send a cease and desist at first. Oh, okay, that's true. I mean, if LaCroix hasn't gotten to us yet. Which, by the way, I just want to put word out there that we are totally okay with having a sponsor here. Josh and I are enjoying a nice passion fruit, LaCroix. It's naturally essenced. And think of how much more, like, thought and energy and excitement we would put into talking about this mm-hmm. if there was just just a few just a couple dollars behind it mm-hmm. 
Okay, I'm gonna fade out on the song unless it goes somewhere different. No, it's just okay. it's kind of just this. I'm gonna have my own rebuttal. Okay. 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 To... Josh, are we gonna do heroin? Yeah, my rebuttal is <laughs> let's, fucking let's, let's do heroin. Let's, let's fucking shoot up, baby. <laughs> no. Um, this is gonna be our longest episode. <laughs> when when this man came along, some people called him the next Lou Reed. Jesus. Um. And 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 keeping in essence with the 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 uh, oh uh, the um the themes here of of drugs and songs about uh, you know um I mean, can I guess yeah I guess Stone Temple Pilots no no uh, Nirvana something more more serious and <laughs> those um, are just, that's child play let me just play the song. Revered by many. You don't know how you met me. You don't know. That's right, kids. It's Uncle Cracker. Oh, oh my goodness! Hold on. Do you know who Uncle Cracker is? No, I'm worried. What? You know they track what you listen to, right? Everything is alright. Who the fuck is it's Uncle Cracker? It's good old Uncle Cracker. Listen to the words. Wanna leave? I can guarantee you won't find nobody. What the fuck is happening? I can't. Well, I guess it makes sense. You would. This guy wouldn't be. This guy is. Uh, as a, this is a joke. This is. This guy is ridiculous. Um, I'll give you some. You know, on on Spotify, you have um, fans also like. Is that like Rodney Atkins? Uh, is that Trace name Atkins? like a big and rich? Uh-huh. I'm gonna trigger you, snowflakes. Name? Maybe, but this was like he he was big, quote unquote, like way back, like early 2000s, I think, uh, when the song came out. How many degrees of Kid Rock is he? Like, he, this could be Kid Rock's alter ego, I think. Okay, so, so this, this is like the Chris Gaines for yeah, Kid Rock, yes, possibly, absolutely. Is that Chris Gaines? No, yes. Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines. Chris right? Gaines, I think. Yeah. Or Chris Gaines is maybe someone who's part of the group. If you're not a part of the We Love Dan Hates the Beatles group, this you album was released will in 2000. also get mixed up in our memories if you want to join. Is it Chris? I'm pretty sure it's Chris Gaines. The Garth Brooks yeah. alter ego. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Elmer's Glue, get on us. We'll, we can... We can get Ringo back. I mean, wow! There is no Chris Gaines um, on uh, Spotify. Like, there's a there's there's a podcast called Chris Gaines Greatest Hits Life. Of Chris Gaines. <laughs> Hold on. If yeah, that's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I, I know, dude, okay. I'm, I'm from Oklahoma. Oh I, wait, I holy shit! There's a podcast that ju- they just talk about. Oh, there's a podcast episode. Oh, oh, damn it. Anyway, we're going on to the next song. Uh. So, I just want to issue a, a correction in your direction here. This is what they play at Disneyland on Main Street. Take away the the singing, and mm-hmm. this is this. 
make this orchestration a song from the fucking Music Man or something? There it is. This is the music that many gives Mickey a blowjob to. And it's canon now. If anything, it'll be goofy getting the BJ because the Martha in this song, which is called Martha My Dear, was Paul McCartney's dog. (laughs) (laughs) So... No, so hold on. If we're gonna, it would actually be Pluto, huh? Because Pluto is Mickey Mouse's dog. Goofy is uh, just their whimsical dog friend dog who. Friend. Well, Minnie's, has, Minnie's not gonna blow a dog. No, Pluto. that would be gross. She's gonna. I think she's gonna blow Goofy. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> you think Minnie would do it though? I mean, she's. She's not gonna. She's not gonna go out on Mickey. Like, maybe that's a thing. Maybe the, maybe maybe listen Mickey's to, a cock or something. Listen, listen to this quote. Why are you Why are you changing this the this, subject? Well, this is a this is a hell of a quote here. The dog passed away in eighty one when McCartney revealed the real subject of the song in nineteen ninety seven. The dog. He said his relationship with Martha was quote unquote platonic. <laughs> why is that needed? I guess because the lyrics are like. So he killed the dog, really, is what is No, he's, he's like. saying I didn't fuck my dog. Is <laughs> it? It's platonic relation. And before anyone makes it weird, no, yeah. I don't fuck my animals. Didn't, I, didn't, I didn't have a crush did on my dog. Did you say that? <laughs> Mr. McCartney, I have another question. Why did you say that? Huh? Oh, gotta go, booty boo. All right, let's go to the next song. Oh, shit. This song is in the... Um, Key of... The trilogy of the uh, oh, songs the, about sleep and being tired. The song's called I'm So Tired. I wonder who wrote it. I'm so tired. I, I beg to differ, John Lennon. From what we're hearing, you're an awfully sleepy boy. I he has a difficult relationship with sleeping, and I have now a difficult relationship with John Lennon. I hope there were gasps there. This album, it, he's he's humanizing himself to me in this album because this song he's basically just. Saying I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. It's basically like he's 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 sort of I what I the vibe I'm getting from this song, and from Happiness is a Warm Gun is that this is a complicated dude, and he's got like it's like being John Lennon isn't necessarily like a a vacation. A trip to Strawberry Field, yeah. if we're going to use the metaphor. Oh, I feel sick after just saying that. It's called Walter Rowley, a stupid git. I think he called himself a git. Stupid git. Called Sir Walter Rowley a git. Really? Yeah. Oh, Okay. Well, this is one of Lennon's favorite tracks, he says. 
I think Yoko Ono was maybe good for him. Or oh. transcendental... Like, something's happening to John where he's... He, he, he's maybe a person again. So if you notice at the end of that song, there's a little mumbling going on. That's the whole... That's where the whole uh, Paul is dead conspiracy comes from. Oh, really? There's that mumbling at the end, and if you play that backwards, that's when it that's when it happens. See, he's been dead for... He's still dead. Paul? Yeah. Boo-dee-boo. <laughs> this next song is, I'd say, one of my favorites. Oh, um, this is this might be different. Is this Blackbird? It's Blackbird, isn't it? Yeah, oh, shit. Blackbird singing in the dead of night. Just a nice, acoustic, lovely, sweet song. Take these broken wings and learn to fly. Yeah. Do you, do you not like the sappiness of it? All no, I'm... You're just a heartless bastard. You no, I'm actually... For this moment to arise. This song might be catching me at the right time in my life in terms Black of like singing in the dead repairing relationships and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I realize that this song was not written for me. All your um, life. You were only waiting for this yeah. moment to be free. Black yeah, uh, I'm not going to, I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how much I, how much further I want to get into it. I'm not trying to be dodgy, but I don't want this to turn into, you know, Dan cries while he talks about the Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, no, it's, it's a... Give us the gist. Um, the whole... How are you feeling with this song? Take these broken wings and learn to fly. Yeah. Um, all your life, you're just waiting for this moment to arrive. Um, there's a parallel in my life right now that is again I realize that this song was written not not for me but specifically right now it it delivers a message that I find very touching yes which is one of the great things about songs is that oh god here we go is I mean when uh, it's it's one song written with a very specific intention usually but when you put it out there in the world people can internalize it make it whatever they want to mean and I, I'm sure that every artist loves that that they like it it should mean to you whatever it means to you at the moment right I mean I know that this song was written about Paul McCartney French kissing his cat Mm-hmm. But hey, that it, was a platonic relationship. It's, it's okay, like, they were just friends. They're like hugging. They're like cuddle buddies. Yeah. Um, no, apparently that song might have been written about uh, civil rights. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, anyway, but that's a lovely song. It gave. I listened to it yesterday. It gave me the chills. Um, yeah, it's a very. Um, yeah, it's just nice. It's yeah. nice. I, I'm I'm willing to put that one up there in our imaginary trophy case of like this this is a really fantastic song. Mm-hmm. All right, well let's just keep let's just keep on rolling then. Keep on trucking, Jesus take the wheel. The song's about cops, I think. Cox? Cops. It's called Piggies. Oh. Piggies in just kidding. The dirt. 
Ja, schön, ich kann. Ja, das ist, das ist, das ist fun. Harrison wrote this as an attack on greed and materialism in modern society. His mother and London help him complete, complete the lyrics. <laughs> Here you go, George. Hey, Georgie. <laughs> Let your mother write a song. <laughs> Why am I from New York now? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Georgie, I'm very proud of you for writing your song. What if you put some... The sound effects in it, Georgie. Maybe some loops of some piggies. Hold on, let me get that. Let me get so, that, that crumbs off of your face. <laughs> Crumpets. <laughs> Eric, would you like anything to drink? Uh, yeah, give me some fucking purple stuff, man. Your friend Eric is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> He's a nice, he's a sweet boy. He's a, such a sweet lad. Apparently, uh, Charles Manson interpreted the song in a different way about police, probably, I think. Uh, I think about everybody. Yeah. But George was like, nah, dog. Yeah, well, Char- Charles Manson was known for having a few controversial views. Oh, Chuck? Yeah. Chucky man. Mm-mm. Oh. Eric, are you gonna be staying for supper? <laughs> <laughs> Should I put the cat alone for you, Eric? I'm gonna put some <laughs> some beefy mush in a pie. <laughs> Fish and chips. Big <laughs> 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 Ben. <laughs> Get off the loo! <laughs> uh, do you have any British fans? <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. All right. That song was fine. It wasn't that great. <laughs> no, but it gave us a reason to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I've made some changes to your song. I've transposed it. <laughs> I'm your dear old mother. You have to keep the changes in. Easier to play in the cello, it is. <laughs> I know Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> oh man! Jesus. So right. this is a podcast where we talk about the Beatles, mm-hmm. <laughs> deconstruct their songs. Yes. Uh, uh. <laughs> the song is next song is called uh, "Rocky Raccoon." <laughs> kind of an animal trio. Blackbird, piggies, and then... Somewhere in the black mining hills of Dakota, there lived a young boy named Rocky Raccoon. And one day his woman ran off with another It's only fair that we were doing our shitty British accents that now they're getting us back with their... Yeah, it's karma. So, as someone from Oklahoma, how troubling is this accent? Um, it's a little uh, insulting, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but it's fine, I guess. After that ridiculous opening, this song actually transforms into something that I really like. Yeah, it's very catchy. Mm-hmm. 
When I heard that um, this was Dustin's favorite Beatles song, I immediately listened to it to be like, oh no. Like, oh, this is Dustin's favorite one? Yeah. Okay. And I, I do like it. And I was happy when I when I heard it. I'm like, okay. I'm really glad. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to... Um, yeah, I think it's great. I think that their other song, um, uh, Thanos' Bald Head, was very good. That's a shitty joke. I'm sorry. What? What? This evolved from a jam session between... Um, Paul, uh, John, <laughs> and uh, Donovan. Goddamn Donovan. Wishy Kesh. Martin said that this song is like a filler. It only was put on here because the album was a double. I say, fuck you, Martin, George Martin. This was a this is a good song. This ain't no filler. This is this is all killer, no filler. I, 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 this song is better than Piggies. It's better than I know. I, I I gotta disagree with that. This I like I like Piggies. I think, yeah. Fuck the police. <laughs> <laughs> um, I enjoyed Piggies. Piggies was was. It's like oh, here they are having fun, and it's cool, and I get the message. And this is yeah. I, this is a good this is a good song. But in terms of it like being a hundred percent necessary, it's. I mean. Paul McCartney, one of these, one of a song just like this will slide out of him in his sleep, like in terms of like what it's doing, telling a story about a whimsical person. Like I like it. Me that they're so good that they got bored. That's you're saying this song like this, who's which is one of our friends' favorite songs. Yeah, just falls out of them. That's how good they are. I agree with you. You agree with me. We're on the same page. I want to graft this song onto. Your butt, my butt, <laughs> and then go to a festival with it, mm-hmm. a Renaissance mm-hmm. fair, mm-hmm. and I want to show everybody the song grafted on my butt. I want to. I want this song to be on Rubber Soul. This song can make. Oh yeah, could make be- the last half of Rubber Soul like tolerable. This is definitely a Rubber Soul type of song, right? I sure. mean, that's kind of that's that's where I'm going with it. I think. On this album, yeah, it is filler, and that's fine. I mean, yeah, why not? This album's way too long. I don't think it needs filler. You don't think it needs 30 songs? <laughs> um, the song as a song, I take no issue with. It's fine. Uh, I find it strange that... I don't know. I mean, it's fillery. I, I, get, what, I get what George Martin is saying. When he says that it's fillery, but it also just kind of works where it's at, I think. I don't know. Whatever. That's fine. I'm going to stop thinking about it. Let's just move on. The fuck is this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got some gated drum on there. Don't pass me by. Listen for your footsteps coming up the drive. Right. Listen for your footsteps, but they don't arrive. Waiting for your knock, dear, on my old front door. I don't hear it. Does it mean you don't love me anymore? So this is a song about um, 
It's a star. John Lennon's what? This is Ringo Starr. This is a song about Ringo. You don't say. <laughs> I don't notice it, but then once I read it, I'm like, of course it is. Listen to it. Listen to it. And so I was gonna say this is a song. This is a song about John Lennon's dog waiting for him to come home while he's away at the studio all day. But now it's <laughs> Ringo Starr. I feel like it's about him in the boo box. <laughs> Just waiting to be let out. Can I come out now? No, fuck you. We devoted to waste so much time to you last time. <laughs> it went by the working title of Ringo's Tune. Just like, that's his one song. <laughs> uh, that one's Ringo's Tune. That's all he gets. Oh, yes, please. Right, I'll just put it in this hole. It's, it's rather hot. I, I like it hot. I can't feel much anything anyway. It's up as it comes through the hole. Oh, this is delightful. It's my best work. Have you heard Yellow Submarine? Oh, it's lovely. I wrote that track. I'm so proud of you, Ringo. Thanks, Mom. Can I call you, Mom? Well, now that Eric's not here, yes, yes, you can. Thank you, dear. <laughs> song's long. I guess they, if it's his song, they're just like, just let it be. Like, yeah, just, just let him go. Long. We don't want him to run off again. <laughs> put, put a bell on him. <laughs> is a fiddle being played? So, wait, Rocky Raccoon is the filler? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck George Martin. They gotta give him. I guess they all understand they gotta give Ringo one. Nope, the song ain't over yet. I do. That that gated drum I really like. I do like the drums. So the way that they accomplished that is they put a gate on the microphone on the snare drum. A gate like a uh, like a like a white picket fence type of gate or chain link fence. Well, it's in the audio sense. Huh? It's it. It, uh, the level mm. has to be has to reach a certain volume, mm-hmm. but it can't go above a certain volume. I see. So then it cuts off everything but the initial attack don't on it. the snare drum. And who's attacking? The rebels? The rebels are attacking. And if we let them in... They will take Ringo's boo box away. Mm. I, if you're going to play in Texas, <clears throat> you got to have a fiddle in the band. All right, we're going to roar right into the next track, which is Why Don't We Do It in the Road? Oh, God damn it. happen to read the inspiration for the song these fuckers i will say that they will write a song about anything that they see or hear they're the stephen king of music this song was written by mccartney in india after he saw two monkeys copulating in the street and wondered why humans were too civilized to do the, to do the same 
played all the instruments except the drums. Uh, I like some of the guitar work. I'm going to say some positive things about it. I like... However, okay. It is whimsical listening to this and imagining monkeys fucking in the road. But, like, just for a little bit. Then it's like, why? it's kind of like, why is the song still going? I think this song would be really amusing if it was no longer than that first version of cream pie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like i wanted like i was listening to this i got i got my trader joe's mm-hmm. went over to trader joe's i got some of the, some of him mm-hmm. and then traded with him I traded with bartered with him. with him i got shells and trinkets from a lost civilization everyone say, knows you, you go into trader joe's and you have to trade and right, barter for I traded that for your for stuff cage-free organic eggs mm-hmm. and, and you're listening to the song I'm listening to this song, and there are multiple times when I'm thinking, okay, this song needs to just end abruptly. Yeah. And that would be great. Yes. And then it didn't happen. So it, and it kept not happening. And I started yelling at the air again. <laughs> I was yelling in the air again. And then <laughs> oh, don't get me started on Phil Collins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Save it. Save it, boy. Save it. <laughs> um, that's and Rocky Raccoon is the filler, right? This, you know, what the song that song reminded me of like the 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 bluesy feel and like the kind of screaming. It was like a um, a Doors track that I don't really like. Just kind of a like, like all of them. I love the Doors. We're, we're, we're going to save this as well, <laughs> but like one of those like. Yeah, it just it just seems like um, kind of a shitty Doors. It's song sloppy drunk guy music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's move on to a song called "I Will." I will move on. Who knows how long I've loved you? Do you know I love you still? It's very boodly booey. Now this I can get behind. I like the fills are good, but the rest is. It's like they're reverting. To what? To these stupid fucking vapid songs about. Ooh, good word. Loving, right? Loving somebody forever and giving them everything and. Mommy, please make me a sandwich. What kind of sandwich would you like? No, that's. We're dangerously close to that yeah. not being amusing anymore. <laughs> no, we're not. Okay. <laughs> What's a British sandwich? I don't even know. I don't know. Uh, What's a British sandwich? Uh, uh, George's mom? Oh, you take whatever's lying around, like this old can, and you, you, you put, put it, it in the deep fryer, you do. And then put it in an English muffin? And you, yeah. We just call them Oh, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. And then you, you put in a heavy dollop of Vegemite, even though that's not really our thing. <laughs> I see, I see. It's delicious. Yeah. And you cut off the edges of the... We call the crumb the edges. And you wash it down with a nice Guinness. Again, not your thing, but still. It's an 
Persian Guinness or a bass. Yeah. A bass ale. There we go. Not the fish. <laughs> and not the instrument that, that Paul plays. That's a bass, dear. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I liked I Will. I, I yeah. love you for it. It's just like You're a nice, wrong. sweet song. You're wrong. No, no. I'm wrong about liking it. I don't like it. <laughs> Um. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. It's. It's just a nice song. You know. Mm. Mm. You know. It doesn't have to be about. Mm. You, you, you don't have to take take down the ma- materialism. Is, the album is thirty tracks long. <laughs> we don't. We can cut something out. Yeah, leave it. Leave the fat in there. <laughs> like the fat. That's what I always say. Yeah. Leave the fat. It's the best part, isn't it? It is, and the tender carnage it breaks down over time. <laughs> she knows. All right, this is the last song of side two of the first <laughs> Electric disc. Electric Boogaloo. The first CD, as you would say. The song's called Julia. Half of what I say is meaningless. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. I hear you, brother. But I say it just to reach you, Julia. Lucy likes this song. Yeah, your cat really likes this song. Yeah. Mm. Should we get your cat on mic to talk about it? Oh, I love cats! <laughs> song's written by John Lennon about his mommy. Oh. That's lovely, dear! Well, now I feel like a dick if I don't like this. Because you are a dick. Well, yeah. Oh no, helping with the lyrics. I don't. Yoko Ono. What? What happened? What? She helped him with the lyrics. Yoko. I thought she was a force for evil. <laughs> I'm, I'm neither here nor there on that one. Why don't you boys do your lovely Yoko Ono? <laughs> oh no. I, we, 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 we have it. Mrs. Harrison, we really can't. Yeah, yeah, we we can't do that. yeah, yeah. I do them all the time! <laughs> well, you're from a different era, Mrs. Harrison. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, no, Miss Please. Mrs. Harrison, please don't. Please do not do your yucko, oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. What's wrong with it? <laughs> it's just... Uh, we understand that imitation is the highest form of flattery. But it's just the world isn't ready for a, a white lady to do a, a, a person of color, I think. <laughs> All right, muffins are ready. All right. Thank you, Miss Harrison. <laughs> yeah, this song sucks. Yeah, it's not, it's not great. <laughs> no, it's... Okay, so... I feel, like, I feel like the whole song is him just going... Yeah, it's... Right. And that, I, that's maybe the point. I don't know. I would trade this song in for like, like if I'm making a dodgeball team out of songs mm-hmm. for this album specifically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. First of all, I'd pick um, "Back in the USSR" because Russian kids are fucking yeah, yeah, they're crazy. They're yeah, um, and then I would definitely get rid of. We play dodgeball with rocks. <laughs> <laughs> 
such a it's a very rich rich episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I would the two songs after Rocky Raccoon. I would just fucking obliterate. Just take them out. Yeah. Just boom. Gone. Don't pass me just, by, and why don't we do it in the road? Yeah, I agree. Off it as ashes. Yeah. And I would keep this one as a replacement for both of those. Okay. It's that's fillery, fun. but it's less filler. I um. So just going back over those tracks, I liked back in the USSR. I liked Dear Prudence. Yeah. Not so much a, a Glass Onion fan. Yeah, glass Onion can suck it. Um, oh bloody oh blada. Perfect. Okay. I agree. Wild Honey Pie, a no. literal like filler. Um, yeah, get that out of here. The continuing story of Bungalow Bill. I like that. It's fine. I mean, it's yeah, good, it's, yeah. catchy tune. Yeah. While my guitar gently weeps. Um, classic. That's, I, uh, that song's. Uh, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Happiness is a warm gun. Good. Yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah. Martha, my dear. Um, I don't really remember don't, yeah, much of that. Do we even listen to that? Let's, let's, let's do it again. Oh, it's the the the, the Disneyland oh, Main yeah. Street song. It's fine. Um, I'm so it's, tired. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's. Uh, I think the only ones that are like get these songs the fuck out of here are back in the USSR. I just and just I. It's keep it, keep it. It works, sure. but I'm not. I'm not a fan. Yeah. Uh, cream pie. Get rid of that. And then the two after Rocky Raccoon. Rocky Raccoon. So you're keeping. I will. Which one's that? I love you forever. Oh no! Get the fuck that. Get that How song out of here. That song's staying here. For me. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I'm losing. Uh, I, I'm. I'm gonna lose your Julia. religion. Sorry. Um, I'll lose. We'll do it and do it in the road. Don't pass me by. Oh. Yeah, oh. Yeah. 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 I already um, said. Don't. Yeah. Do yeah. it in the road. Piggies. I don't need piggies. I like. Piggies. You like piggies. I do like it. I think we're agreed on Blackbird for sure. But I'm, I'm so in, tired. Out of fairness, I think I like piggies because I like Pink Floyd. And it's like, oh, they're doing a Pink Floyd song. So it's. And they have the same first two letters, Piggy and Pink. Yeah. That's why. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean... Did you know if you listen to the album and watch Wizard of Oz, they sync up? Yeah, we do that. Oh, God. What are we doing? All right. We'll, we'll, we'll wrap up there. Huh? Podcast gold is what we're doing. Yeah, baby. Uh, that's the first two sides and the first the first record of, uh, of the twofer from the Beatles White Album. There you go. So pretty good. Yeah. Not, not a lot of uh, discarded ones, I would say. I think if you're a Beatles fan, this is probably... I, I, I get I get why this song's a big deal for Beatles. I mean, this, this album's a big deal for Beatles fans. And it offers a variety. I mean, you have USSR as a same, in the same album as Rocky Raccoon, in the same album as Blackbird, in the same album as... Happiness is a warm gun. Those are like just, uh, it's just. It's not like as an album though. It's not cohesive. But I think. Yeah, I get that. I, but I've, I'm thinking like, okay, if you if you're the Beatles and you just released 
Dr. Shorty's Fancy Pants Time Club. Mm-hmm. And that is what that is. And then that make that kind of pushes you into a magical mystery tour direction. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like you don't go further down that rabbit hole unless you, like, really just start your system starts producing its own LSD. Um, this is, I feel like this is probably a reasonable album to come at that time. And I, I, I think I understand why it doesn't have a cohesive feel to it. It's almost like they're making a a great, a greatest hits album in real time or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It definitely feels like they just, um, went to the studio with like without an intention of making an album it's just like we got a lot of songs in us let's just let's just bust this load and yeah whatever comes out comes out like it's kind of their sizzle reel in a way yeah for sure and i wonder if like they had to feel that the band was going to be breaking up at some point like they, yeah. they probably felt the ending yeah. coming a little bit yeah so maybe it was like Let's crack them out while we can. Yeah. Let's, let's see, there's some songs. Let's see. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. This is pure fucking speculation. It doesn't yeah, yeah. make it good, good or better or, or worse. Or, yeah. Or, We're trying to explain the the lack of uh, co- of cohesion. Yeah. Um, I haven't said layers yet. Layers. You know what? This album throbs. That's... You heard it. This is the this is me starting a new campaign for a word. Kids have said this album rocks. Um, this uh, the bang. It's a banger. Uh, it slaps. That's like kind of the newer one. This album slaps or this thing slaps. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I'm starting mm-hmm. a new one. Throbs. It throbs. Yeah. <laughs> this this album throbs. <laughs> start saying it, kids. Start start saying it far and wide. I can't make it. I can't. I I'm I'm all. <laughs> I'm at a point where I feel bad about making another dick joke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Obama. All right. Yeah, that's right. Introduce Throbs and bring yeah. it back. Thanks, Obama. Um, all right. Well, tune in next time for uh, the conclusion of the White Album. We have, uh, you know, 15 more songs to go, I think, or... Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, tune in. And these will be a bunch of songs that are new to me. So, that'll be interesting. I felt I felt the weight of time when I was listening to this album, and it was around the middle. Yeah. Where I'm just like... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mortality is a welcome thing. Yeah. And happiness is a warm gun. Bang, bang, shoop, shoop. All right, for Dan, for myself, for Miss Harrison. Bye! Bye. Say bye. We love bye, you. we love you. We love you, bye. <laughs>